The views expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker at the time of the recording are not necessarily those of Jupiter and may change in the future. Jupiter is unable to provide investment advice, so we recommend you discuss any investment decision with a financial advisor. Market and exchange rate movements can cause investment values to fall as well as rise, and you may get back less than originally invested. Any data or views given in this podcast should not be construed as investment advice. Hello and welcome to the latest in our series of Jupiter podcasts. I'm David Sandham, an investment writer at Jupiter, and I'm delighted to be joined by Abby Llewellyn-Waters, Fund Manager, Global Sustainable Equities at Jupiter. Abby, sustainability investing was previously a bit of a minority interest, but it's now becoming increasingly mainstream. Can you explain why sustainability investing is becoming the new normal? Yes, and good afternoon, David. It's really interesting. Having dedicated my investment career to active, sustainable investing, there is no doubt that the current momentum we're seeing is both exceptional and compelling. Uh, The landscape is changing much quicker than we anticipated. With momentum growing pre-coronavirus, there is no doubt that the pandemic has accelerated uh, the rate of change. We see legislative commercial and regulatory convergence remapping the landscape that will fast influence the returns companies are able to generate. And this is across multiple spectrums, climate-related financial risk, as well as the broader social spectrum. And for us, you know, when we built our proprietary investment framework, it was about the balance of stakeholder need. That's the planet on which we all depend, the people with whom we all coexist, and the profit that we all require from our savings. And the reason we do this is very simple, because we think those companies who balance broader stakeholder needs are better positioned to deliver the most attractive returns over the long term. And it's been really interesting. Society understands there is no more kicking the can. And for the amount of column inches we see written on this subject, we are only just starting to see the meaningful shift in both client awareness and by extension, their fund choices. Now, some investors may have the feeling that sustainability investing is code for doing good at the cost of accepting lower financial returns. Are they wrong to think that? You know, for us, first and foremost, this is about finding high quality, well-run businesses that are positioned to survive and prosper over the long term. And we think businesses who are leading the sustainability transition are best positioned to deliver attractive returns over a cycle. And we think those companies that are positioned to a more, I suppose, regenerative form of capitalism, you know, we anticipate we'll see greater consistency in asset prices reflecting that broader value creation. In fact, you know, if we take the pandemic, there is clear evidence that those companies who've looked after their human capital well in this crisis, they have outperformed. And this is particularly important on a global stage and with the UN Sustainable Development Goals outlook. And although we've seen some progress, say, on the climate emergency, the situation has deteriorated with respect to social goals, where deep inequality has been unveiled by the pandemic with quite a sharp wrench. Global poverty progress has been set back by a decade, with the most marginalised having taken the heaviest toll, both in fatality rates but also economic effect. 
you know, the UN, the World Bank, they've warned of millions of people being pushed back into extreme poverty. And it isn't just a developing markets issue. We've seen unemployment rates skyrocket across the globe in some countries posting the worst levels since records began. And typically it is those who can least afford unemployment that have taken the heaviest toll. We heard from our own Chancellor that he anticipates unemployment will peak in summer 2021. You know, and these unemployment rates really expose the fragility of the foundations on which the global economy has been built. And it's really clear to us uh, with our investment lens, there is a need to reset the balance. Social inequality is set to widen in the aftermath of coronavirus and how companies respond to this urgent social issue will be critical. We also know that greenhouse gases, just like viruses, care little for borders. And if we allow ourselves to return to the very distant memory of the beginning of this year, when most of us didn't know the definition of epidemiology, the World Economic Forum published its Global Risks Report for 2020. And the top five economic risks to the globe economy were all identified as being environmental. And here we have seen some progress with Europe, China, the UK, increasingly likely Biden-Harris administration committing to significant decarbonisation. Uh, we saw the Green Horizon Summit earlier this month with harmonisation of standards and methodologies led by TCFD and endorsed by the Bank of England. And if we put this in the context, it took decades to standardise financial reporting. And this meaningful step forward in sustainability reporting it really further supports the urgency with which we need to apply a sustainable investing lens to asset prices. Can you give a concrete example of how seeing things through a sustainability lens can support financial performance? Yeah, I mean, would it be helpful to give a tangible example of what it means? Um, you know, for us, it's not just about mitigating exposure by not holding oil and miners. It's about adapting, you know, adapting how we invest um, and price our investments. You know, for instance, having a reduced carbon footprint, it tells us that the company is leading the transition and therefore better positioned on a forward basis in a decarbonised world. And they will ultimately prosper as they'll have less externalised costs to pass through to their customers, supporting cash flow resilience their competitive position and margins. You know, we, we, we think the fact that our portfolio is net zero aligned tells our clients that we're thinking about the long term. You know, on a shorter term basis, we've already discussed unemployment, but it really will be a key issue for the years to come with the most vulnerable and marginalised uh, being uh, the most exposed. And how companies respond, you know, will be critical and by extension, inclusivity of cultures will be key yeah, and there is a really clear opportunity for the broader economy to come out of this pandemic and build back better. Now as, as we mentioned at the start sustainability investing is becoming increasingly popular but are some funds jumping on the bandwagon by introducing simplistic ESG screens? How does this contrast with how you invest? Well for us our authenticity is key you know, as you would probably expect from an active, high conviction house like Jupiter, you know, we think it gives us a huge advantage in this asset class that is open to subjectivity and interpretation. You know, my team and I have spent decades navigating this way of investing. And it, there is a very clear role that sustainability and ESG can play in improving risk adjusted returns, especially if done on an active basis rather than through tick boxing. 
you know, and it's really important to us to support our client understanding of how their savings are invested. Uh, we evidence our positive impact on border stakeholders uh, with a very thorough annual impact report uh, that we give for all of our clients. You know, and our, in, our, our report, our impact report is a byproduct of our investment process. It's not about applying scores on companies with binary good or bad outcomes. These issues are complex. And it's about having the experience and the rigour of process to identify companies which clearly align our clients to broader stakeholder outcomes in addition to attractive returns. Abby Llewellyn Waters, thank you very much. And thank you all very much for listening.